Welcome to another episode of K-Talk and today we are going to talk about mental malnutrition slash mental diet. So let's dive right in. First things first, I hope that people have been enjoying these um, two-day podcasts, which are Tuesdays and Thursdays. Tuesdays are more of a personal day where I talk about story times, you know, self-development, but on a personal level, glam life, because we all know I'm about that glam life. And then Thursdays are dedicated specifically to business and business matters and anything that involves business, whether it's work, entrepreneurship, or your self-development, but in regards to business. So let's get into today's topic, which is mental malnutrition. What does that look like? So I'm hoping that we all know what malnutrition means. Um, And usually when we talk about malnutrition, we are speaking about diet. We are talking about our bodies. We are specifically speaking to our bodies and what that means for us in terms of our body is not able to get the proper nourishment so we don't develop properly or our organs start to shut down. We all kind of know that. But what we don't talk about in society is mental malnutrition. And I feel like this is really important. Um, I think this is a fundamental part of wanting to start a business. This is also the part of the want that turns into a business, um, which is the mental malnutrition. And by that, what I'm talking about is our mind, our brain is as important as our body. And often when we talk about training the body, we don't talk about training our minds. But training your mind is essentially way more important than training your body. Because when you train your mind, you are really working on your self-discipline. You're working on your willpower. You are working on self-development, which then in turn um, definitely goes into the body in terms of the things that you're able to accomplish. So I feel like this is a really important subject, and that's why we are going to talk about that today. Because we do not, most of us, do not... We do not nourish our minds. And I'm not saying that, you know, eating blueberries isn't good for you. Going for a jog isn't good. Of course, those things are really good. But we also need to feed our souls. We need to feed our um, and our minds, right? We feed our bodies. But how often do you feed your mind or your soul? Now, this is pretty much difficult for a lot of people. And I get that, especially during this time right now when you may be behind on bills, or you may have lost your job, or you're just picking up a job, or you're transitioning through school, you're transitioning through a relationship, divorce, you have kids, you don't have kids, like, I get it. This is really hard, but this is really important and fundamental to living the best life that you want. Whether you are an entrepreneur, or whether you are a person who's trying to move up in their company, get a better job, get a higher income, this is the food that you need to provide your brain. So the first thing that I want to talk about when it comes to this is kind of like a mental diet. We talk often about having a physical diet in order to lose slash gain weight or maintain weight, but we don't talk about mental diets. And you may be like, what the hell is a mental diet? And what the hell is mental, um, 
malnutrition? Like, what, what are these things? Well, a lot of us, especially in the world we live in today with technology and, you know, with, you know, changes to working from home, we are literally glued to computer screens. We are glued to televisions. We are glued to tablets. We are glued to computers. This is just facts. And for a lot of us, our lives have merged over the last couple of months into one. Home is work. Work is home. And this makes it really different, difficult because we're in a state or we're in a place where we are constantly needed to be stimulated. This also goes for myself as well, um, as I also have fallen down the rabbit hole, if you will, because I also like to be stimulated very often when it comes to technology. I don't really know what downtime is. Like downtime just isn't a vibe for me. And that's really sad. Like, I am not really the type of person who could just go for a walk and just walk. I have to be listening to something. I have to be plugged in, tapped in. Like, and that's just, that's not okay. That's also not good for my mind, right? That's just, it's not, it's not good for your brain. Like, your brain needs a little bit more than that. And your soul needs a little bit more than that. And I'm saying this because a lot of the times we don't think about putting ourselves on mental diet. And I'm not talking about visualization here for diets. I'm talking about a mental diet. So actually something that is going to stimulate, stimulate you. So what does a mental diet look like? Let's talk about that. So in order to provide yourself with mental nutrition, the fundamental thing that you will see in lots of books, research, um, and it's never, ever changed. It's been pretty consistent. And that would be reading. Reading, although I do like ebooks as well, I still think ebooks are fabulous, especially for people who are on the go. But actually picking up a book or reading on your tablet, because I do that too, is fundamental. Um, especially when you're trying to change your life and you're trying to put your life into a different position. And don't get me wrong, I watch a lot of YouTube videos. There are a lot of YouTubers that I watch. Um, I like Oprah's Soul Sunday. I also watch Oprah's um, show, I can't think of the name of it right now, on Apple TV. I love all those things. But it's not quite the same as reading. Reading is a lot more focusing. As in, you have to read the words on the page and you can either accept or reject. Now, many of you know that I do hypnosis. So aside from just taking in the words, these are things that are registering in your subconscious. And I've said this previously on my podcast, right? Whether we want to take it or leave it, the subconscious is always taking it. We can consciously say, I'm rejecting this, but the subconscious has heard this. So, or it's read this, or it's stimulating right? It's processing. It's going through to the unconscious. Like we're stimulating. And that's why it's so important to read because reading really expands your ability to think, reason, problem solve, build businesses. You are reading things that other people have gone through, which is great to hear it as a story. I'm a person, I'm, I'm very much so an audio listener. Um, I'm very audio, like I, and even visually, like I'm really good with this, like watching videos, I'm the best, but reading changes sort of like my perspective. I develop like a higher level of self when I read something because I'm, I have time to, to take it in. If you think about watching a video, when you watch the video, you have to hit pause every now and then, 
Or you might have to fast forward or rewind to hear that line again. I do that all the time with T.D. Jakes. You gotta, you gotta rewind or pause. When you're reading something, you're reading it at your own leisurely speed. You can kind of sit back and reflect how the words on the page really kind of speak to you. Um, and I can give you a primary example. So I read Dr. Sarno's book. Um, I think it's called Healing Back Pain. That was definitely something that I needed to read. It wouldn't have profited me to um, listen to an audio because there were such things in there that I really needed to think about when he was talking about parts of the body, when he was talking about tendons. Like, I had to think about that. Like, it wasn't just like, oh, let me just, like, listen and press play and blah, blah, blah. There are certain things that we have to read. If you think about Napoleon Hill's book, uh, Think and Grow Rich, that's also a book that you can get audio, but it's better to read. There are certain tasks and, and things that are expected of you to do that you really wouldn't benefit from from just hearing. Because you need to, you know, some of those things you need to write down notes, make notes about them, and take them with you. So you really need to think about the mental diet. And when I mean think about the mental diet, think about it just like you would your actual body. Okay, when you are wanting to lose weight, you have to eat, you know, in a caloric deficit or... You have to be careful of what you eat. You have to start watching what you eat. When you are trying to gain weight, you also have to watch what you eat. Well, not really, but you need to watch what you eat to make sure that your body is pretty stable. And then you, depending on your weight gain goals, you have to follow that. In terms of how many meals you eat, it's a very disciplined process. Um, When you're having surgery, it's a disciplined process, whether you can or cannot have food in your body. Um, what kind of foods you can eat, what kind of foods that you can't eat, all of those things play into that factor. Um, And not just that, right? Like if you get sick with an illness um, for your own, if you are a holistic holistic person, it might benefit you to stop eating certain types of food groups, right? Or you might become vegan. Like you just don't know, right? There are just different avenues. Now, that being said... Why don't we do this for our minds? Why don't we do this for our mental health? Just like how you have to watch what you eat, whether you are gaining or losing weight, you also have to watch what you not eat, but what you watch, what you consume, the environments in which you are in. Those are very important to your mental health. Not just your mental health, But in general, your whole body, because we kind of tend to work in reverse as humans. So we like to focus on the body and then the mind. The mind actually should be our focal point. A lot of us have things that we want to do. We want to make great businesses. We want to be great business people. We want to close on deals. And a lot of us have come to a lull. A lot of us are not even able to do that. Sorry, that was my alarm. Um, But a lot of us have... We just don't, we don't, we, we have the plan. We just don't know how to execute. And sometimes in order to execute, we kind of need to take a mental detox. And that would be putting yourself in better environments, putting yourself with, you know, friends that support you and care about you and hear your cause, um, working with people who respect you, listening to things that are, are better for you. One of the things that I can personally tell you, even from my own experience is, Watching the news has never been good for me. If I want to be upset and I want to be depressed and I want to have problems, watching the news would be the thing that I want to do. 
there's something, even though I'm not even paying attention, the fact that it's on in the background, it's definitely sinking into my psyche. And that makes me malnourished because all of that junk on, well, it's not junk, but all of that stuff about murders. And I'm not saying that watching the news is not important because of course it is important, but I prefer to read my news, but that's a whole other thing. Um, thank you, psychology. Um, I prefer to read my news, but it is important to stay up to date, but perhaps watching the news at 9 PM before I go to bed is not appropriate or while I'm trying to sink into my day, or if I'm already upset, that's not going to do anything for me. It just offsets the bad mood and it keeps you in that place. So mental nourishment is really more so, I would argue, is definitely exercise. I think that exercise is a really great way to, to burn off, especially, especially when you are in a bad mood. Um, I feel like aggressive, especially aggressive behavior, exercise is fundamental it helps you when you're feeling angry and you take that walk or you take that run. It really helps to transition you back into like a safe space that you need to be in for yourself. And I feel like this is the same way for mental um, nourishment. We need to mentally nourish ourselves. We nourish our bodies every day. We feed our bodies. Sometimes we feed it junk. Who's in, who, who doesn't? Um, but we feed our bodies. We give our bodies what it requires. We just don't give our minds what it requires. Our minds require some like some um, stimulation, but it doesn't have to be from technology. Reading a really good book, journaling. Um, I'm a huge fan of journaling, but journaling, reading a really good book. And this is also the key. You can read for leisure 100%. Like I read for leisure sometimes, but you also sometimes, especially if you want to be in business or you want to grow your business, you need to read more so about wealth. Reading about wealth, reading about succession is really, really important before you open a business. Mainly because, I mean, experience is experience, right? You are never, ever, ever, ever going to know or be able to predict how your business will do, how your customers will engage with your product, how hard or how easy it may be. You'll never be able to predict. So hearing other people's stories is really great to prepare yourself. But aside from that, reading about the fundamentals and studying things, you want to be rich, you need to study money, right? You can't just study people. You need to study money. You're not just going to be able to like hit the lotto. Like, I mean, you may be lucky. You may be that 1%. But for the most of us, if you want to be rich, it requires you to do the work. And the work doesn't actually have to translate to work but it translates to research. So for example, I wanted to make more money. So I Googled the way to make more money. Um, but before that, when I was younger, my dream was to be a lawyer. That's what I wanted to be. But I live in Canada. And as a Canadian, um, a lot of lawyers are kind of like panhandlers. And Canada is also the type of place, especially in law, it's changed very much so since the time I graduated um, with my first degree, which was back in 2014. But it's changed. It's changed, especially with the BLM um, movements and just equity, the gender issue of, of women, like it's changed. But when I was younger, this was a it, law was kind of like um, an old boys club. So as a, if you graduated from law, you basically had to solicit your service. 
a lot of lawyers don't make as much money here, especially the ones who work in the criminal system. They basically hang out at the courthouse all day long. And I switched my my career goals because I didn't feel like that was what I wanted to do. Now, when you are, I don't know, for other places, but in Toronto, we had careers and I had to spend like hours researching what a lawyer would make. I loved the income of a lawyer. I loved the life of a lawyer. I do binge watch serial killers, all that kind of stuff. I'm very much so interested in the psychology of crime. Like I'm very much so onto this. But I, for criminal law, I just didn't like what I had researched. So I 86 that plan and I came up with social work, which never paid me what I wanted it to pay me. And I'm about to make a comment, but for my mental working in that field made me feel like I was mentally malnourished um, because nothing is finite and people have ulterior, well, in any job, but I'm just going to speak on that. Um, people have ulterior motives and social work is the type of job that really will keep you poor. It's not the kind of job that you see people driving Mercedes and, you know, carrying Louis Vuitton handbags and like, unless they have a partner who does something else, but it's not, it's, it's, it's a job that is built with the labor of love. And there are so many people who have that in them. I am not that person. I am about money and I'm about change and I'm about justice. Those are my three values, money, justice, change. Now, maybe that makes me a bad person, but working in that field made me feel malnourished. It wasn't feeding me in any way. It doesn't feed my soul. It aggravates my soul. Um, When it comes to public policy and how things are done, I just can't be with it anymore. And the more that I researched it and the more that I dug into it, it just wasn't like it just wasn't my thing. And for me in that position, I had malnourishment. Um, I was trying to nourish myself, but I never had the time. I could never find the time because my schedule is crazy. It's all over the place. So I also really like being an entrepreneur. And during the times that I was doing social work, I was also an entrepreneur. And that made me more happy running a business, making other women win. Um, training other women. Um, I still kind of stayed in the social sector because I had started a secondary company that focuses on um, young adults who have mild developmental disability and they can work and teaching them life skills. Like I have a whole other business. So I kind of did stay there, but I stayed in my own parameters because I, I, I felt like, honestly, the longer I stayed in the social work field, was the more I was being malnourished. It didn't matter how much I was reading. I was just getting frustrated. So I did read quite a bit in order to really build myself up and build my business to carry me in a certain way that ultimately led me back into law. But the point that I'm trying to make is that we have to make room for those kinds of things. We have to research what we want to do. We have to research what we want to be because experience is wonderful and it's great But it's also good to know some of the hiccups and the bumps in which that you will go through. And this podcast, I'm sorry, was a little bit all over the place. I don't really know why, Um, but I don't know. It just came to me to speak on it, so I wanted to speak on it. But let's get back to mental diet because I feel like that was a bit of of a long one. And I hope that somebody kind of got something from that. 
So basically what a mental diet consists of is it's basically building a routine. Many of you know this. Um, a lot of you, I'm pretty sure, watch like routine videos, especially when you're trying to change your life. You're trying to get a better job, get paid better, start a business. There are certain routines that you need to build in. Before you build those routines, this is where the mental, the mental nutrition kind of begins. You first want to read. Before you start building a routine, you need the, the whys. Like, why do you want to do this, right? Any idiot can say, I'm getting up at 4 a.m. But will you actually get up at 4 a.m.? Reading books about businesses and business owners, like, for example, the guy from Starbucks, um, you know, and the other guy, I can't remember his name anyways. He was the manager who was, like, the 401k. I think it's Travis. Travis something. Anyways. Reading books about people who have been in similar situations than you is a really good place to start before you build your routine. And the reason that I say before you build your routine is because at least you will now hear from other people who have been in similar situations than you. You will also read about successful businesses, companies, and self-development, which is the most important thing that you can ever gift yourself is to, be self, um, is to create self-development. So that's where you want to start. Then you actually want to start building your routine. What time will you get up? What will you do? But I mean, the practical thing is you want to find at least 30 minutes within your day to give yourself the time that you need to do this. Even to read a book for 30 minutes shouldn't be a big deal. Like an hour is great. Two hours is amazing, but a lot of us don't, like, especially, you know, during summertime, <laughs> we're busy. Especially if you live in Canada, like, July and August are, like, your only days of summer. So, a lot of us are busy, but you want to dedicate 30 minutes, and don't ever skip the 30 minutes. Like, don't ever, because a mental diet is very similar to a physical diet. When you're on your physical diet, you have to eat at that time. That time that is dedicated for you, especially if you've ever gone to the gym and had a trainer give you that whole metric thing. Yeah, you got to eat at a certain time. You don't miss that eating time, just like you don't miss that time that you need to sit down and read your book. So if you get home from work at four and you've dedicated that from four to 4.05 to 4.35 or 4.30 to, to 5 p.m. is that time, don't miss that time. That's also flexing your skill on self-discipline which is the most important skill. You want to be a business owner. You want to be a successful business owner. It starts with self-discipline. And this is important because this translates to when you actually open your business. If your business is open from 9 to 5, you need to be at the business from 9 to 5. Just like you need to have your, your mental time to read from 4.30 to 5, yeah, you need to do that. Business owners often make this mistake of, well, there's no customers today, so I'm just going to close my door. Close your door? it says nine to five you should be there there's no excuse whether you don't have a customer or you do nine to five this is why you're flexing that muscle self-discipline so a mental diet which to end this <laughs> a mental diet is simple read more books engage in more positive activities get yourself friends or a support group of people who are on your level if you're not even on a level Find something that is uplifting to your soul, that feeds you, that you like, that you can spend time getting into a better headspace. That's what you want to do. And from there, you want to nourish your mind. You want to nourish your mind like you nourish your body. You want to train your mind just like you train your body. 
You want to make sure that you are feeding yourself and your soul because a lot of us, sorry, but a lot of us have jobs we don't like that are soul crushing. I've been there. I understand. So we need to find something else that can perk us up. And of course, you could read for leisure. Like if you want to read like a Stephen King novel, go right ahead. Okay, I read Stephen King. That's perfectly fine. But we also need to read for our development. Mental development, never, never underestimate that your subconscious is hearing everything and seeing everything. Even though, even though you may not be watching the news, or you may not be watching that horror movie, your subconscious is watching it and it heard it and it's sitting there. And this is the stuff that we really want to be careful of and we want to be more present to. So I will do more work on this. This was just an introduction to the mental malnourishment. Bye guys and thank you so much for listening. I'm sorry if this podcast was not as concise as it should have been. Um, However, I will definitely be doing a little bit more on the mental diet, especially when it comes to building a business. I think it's fundamental. Um, I'm sorry if this one was a little bit not necessarily in order, but don't worry. I have more content for you guys. It's a lot better (laughs) coming up.